rock, pop, and roll. Welcome back. Hey, this week's show, it's the first in a series, the great 80s, the best albums. Today, we're going to rediscover and remember sports from Huey Lewis and the News. A sports album, it was actually one of the great pop rock band albums of the 1980s. A 1983 album, it was just great. It was great pop rock album tracks. It even had a half-baked Hank Williams cover. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, it was a big bar band rock and roll with Shine. That's Huey Lewis in the news. They were radio ready. It was guitar rock. They had great harmonies, big fat sugar smacks hooks in the songs that made them easy to like really quickly. And people did like this album. Sports was a big album for them. And here's the hard truth. His two greatest radio songs were not on this record. One came right before and one was right after. Thanks for listening to Rock, Pop, and Roll. I'm Rob Nichols. Welcome to podcast number eight. We talk rock and roll and pop music from the playlist of the decade of the 1980s. We are directly live as we speak from the heartland of America right here in Indiana. Thanks for tuning in. One of those two songs that aren't on that sports album is the single, Do You Believe in Love? That was off Picture This from 1982. Mutt Lang was the songwriter. Lang, he produced Back in Black for ACDC. He would put his stamp on Def Leppard, Shania Twain, Brian Adams. This was the song that got them over that hump, right? Nobody knew who they were. They weren't going to be anybody. Huey had been banging around forever uh, in a band called Clover. Played harmonica for a lot of people. Uh, knew Nick Lowe, had helped make an album with him. So he'd been doing some stuff in San Francisco. But that was this one, Do You Believe in Love, was the one that set the stage for sports. Do You Believe in Love? Killer harmonies from Huey Lewis and the News that made this song instantly memorable. The keyboard riff, the opening keyboard riff, makes the song memorable. So with the song, uh, the band sounded better than they ever had. Do You Believe in Love? Do you believe in love? It just, it's just infectious. And then uh, that picture, this album, it ended up at number, uh, gosh, it was at number 13 was its highest mark. It was on the charts for almost a year, not just a little bit short of a year. Uh, the album did go gold, sold a half a million copies. So that was the first song that's not on sports that I think is one of his great. The second one uh, that I think is one of his greatest songs that was not on this sports album we're going to listen to was Power of Love. The single, it was a single only. It was in Back to the Future, the movie. So, I mean, you put the 
put the two things together that it was the first thing that people had heard from Lewis and the band after sports. So they were ready. They were primed for this song. Uh, and Huey and the band was as big as they would ever be. And the movie was iconic, right? So you put the two together and that this song fits that bill as one of his greatest. The movie did help, yes, but the song really is an assimilation. It's an accumulation of the best parts of the band. It's an arranged, produced rock song. It embodies their sound. Even though the production is all 1980s, there's still a timelessness to it. It's just a shined up rock song. bubblegum pop right with an edge they would never make anything as big as radio ready and as harnessed for success as as that song and power of love so those two songs great songs maybe the best songs from huey lewis in the news but as an accumulation of his work and as a, a moment in time sports was a killer record it was released in september of 83 slow climb on the charts 83 into early 84 now you have to remember Think of the context of this. This is, this is what is uh, interesting is this predated Prince's explosion. It was before Born in the USA with Springsteen. It was before, uh, slightly before Mellencamp's Scarecrow album, uh, Brian Adams and Reckless. That album had not come out. So there's this, there's going to be this transition from the Carsey new wave sound of the early 80s turn of 79 into 80 into 81 82 there's going to be this transition from from that sound to that one two three four of heartland rock and roll that had such a big impact on music and radio in in the mid 1980s and this was i, I believe that this sports album was one of the reasons that that sound you know permeated for two three or four years until the, the late 1980s. So the first thing off this album, the first single we heard was Heart and Soul. She got what she wanted Cause she's heart and soul Similar to the to the not yet released Power of Love that we just heard, it's just a straight up really bar band rock song. It's got enough production to make it radio friendly. It's glossy enough not to just be another single from a, another bar band that had guitar, bass, and drums. This thing went up to number eight. It's actually a cover song. It was covered by Exile, the band Exile, in 1981, and uh, by the Bus Boys in 1982. <laughs> It had hand claps. 
other songs on this, I mean, you can just go through this album and there was, there was some diversity to it, but there was just stuff you just kept going back to because it was such a, such a, it was a fun album to listen to really. If you were into that kind of music, into that pop rock, what was on the radio in the mid 1980s, bad is bad. Sly little song. It, it's kind of the blues though. They've got it dressed up with this big process drum track and it's almost an acapella performance on the album. Lewis wrote bad is bad in the late seventies when he was working for thin, working with thin Lizzie. Did you know? Yeah, there's an 80, 1978 version that thin Lizzie does. It's faster than this version. Dave Edmonds also recorded it on his 1979 album repeat when necessary. Dave Edmonds was in the band rock pile. You ought to check out Rockpile if you don't know that band. Pub rock, English, American kind of sound. Anyway, Dave Edmonds recorded uh, Bad is Bad, and it's better than the Thin Lizzy version, and it's faster than this one. Well, this is Huey Lewis's version. This album was mixed by Bob Clearmountain. We'll need to do a podcast on its own on Bob Clearmountain and the influence he had in the 80s with working with Brian Adams and Springsteen and lots and lots of the bands that had guitars and, and turned them up loud and they made them sound good. Uh, One A New Drug was the only track that was not mixed by Clear Mountain, uh, but the video is what, you know, kind of really helped make this one. He had his red suit on or his orangish red suit on. Julio was hung over, put his face in the ice. Remember that part of the video? And, the, and then the band ended up on stage at the end of the video. Plus that guitar riff that opens the song just grabs your ears. Got that bass line in it that just pulses. So that was the one that hooked me from the album. When I heard I Want a New Drug, I'm like, ah, I really like that. That's kind of the rocker on the album. A couple of album tracks finally found a home, Walking on a Thin Line. Walking on a Thin Line actually went up to number 18. Gave the gave the secret away that Huey had been listening to 70s rock and roll all along. I felt that rock and roll was kind of coming out of the closet. There were a few of us who were over 25, dare I say it, or even over 30, who still like to rock. And just because you weren't running around, you know, stealing cars didn't mean you weren't a real rock and roller. And just because you you chose to take yourself not very seriously didn't mean that you didn't take the music seriously. And I felt nobody had said that before, you know. Uh, there was a certain stigma where if you're a serious artist, you're supposed to walk around in a gloom all the time, uh, you know, and be miserable. Well, I think that's jive you know i mean if you're if you're a good songwriter you're a good songwriter and the other thing is i felt that all the songs needed to be was true if they're true then they live if they're false then they're false now a false love song is no falser than a false song about racism or uh apartheid the meaning there is that you can write about anything you know politics world peace love true love or sex or you know a flower and as long as it's true it's it lives and and one is not any loftier ideal than than any other one you know i always say when the guy says i'm going to kansas city they got some crazy little women there and i'm gonna get me one 
All that has to happen is we have to believe he's going to Kansas City, he knows about the crazy little women, and he wants to get him one. And then it's rock and roll. Don't you know me? I'm the boy next door. The one you find so easy to ignore. Is that what I was fighting for? No. Walking on a thin line. Straight off the front line. Level as freaks. Loose on the streets of the favorite it was it was released as a single but it didn't do a heck of a lot it was at the end of the run of that album but walking on the thin line i like that uh i also like this one it was new wave but it was like a, a throwback to what Chewy and the band had sounded like you crack me up and that new wave pulsing written about the crazies in the bar in california called uncle charlie's Cuts on an album are the ones that are not released as a single. Listen, and this fits that bill. Guilty pleasure from the album. Uh, other songs on here that we didn't talk about. A heart, heart of rock and roll that went up to number six was not my cup of tea, man. Pandering pop to me. City names. It was. It was. Uh, you know, had the the heartbeat at the beginning. Do 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 do. It was like we built this city from uh, Starship. That's what heart of rock and roll feels like to me. But hey, man, it was huge. If this is it. Uh, it was way too pop for me, but the moms loved it. It went up to number six. So a couple of, there's a couple on there that I'm like, I'm skipping, skipping that one again. The rest of it was really good. And their video skills can't be forgotten. They, there was a large reason that they were as big as they were. Huey could act well enough. He was in the movie Back to the Future, right? He could act well enough to be a natural, to be likable. Uh, and they had, they had humor. It was slightly a little cheesy, but not too cheesy. A little bit, but uh, it was just, it was mostly fun. But sports shifted them into the big time. Shined them up. Good, rehearsed, gritty, but accessible sports. The album, legendary. It's an 80s rock, pop, and roll Hall of Famer. Huey Lewis in the News and the sports album on David. <laughs> So fed up 
great live band. That's all. High Knob in Detroit. Uh, just after they were on the tour after they had released Power of Love. I think they were as big as they would ever be. I saw them also at Butler University at the uh, after they had released a great little band called or an album called Soulsville, a little tribute to Stax and that sound, and it was it was it was really good. And Huey was still really good. He has Meniere's disease now, uh, which makes it very difficult. He can't sing. Huey Lewis cannot sing. Although they do have a new album out, but he his hearing's messed up, so he can't stay in pitch, and he's it just. It's it's sad. He's he as the day on the day where you're recording this, he is turning seventy years old. So hey, happy birthday, Huey! Um, but they do have a rather uh, new album out that was released in 2019 called Weather. Uh, there's a couple echoes of the old sound in there, uh, but if you want to check out a recent one that's really good, Soulsville from about ten years ago is that one. So there you go. That's almost the show. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm to the podcast subscribe to rock pop and roll on apple podcast stitcher spotify iheart podcast wherever you get your podcast check us out if you like the show and want to help us out it's easy to do that just tell someone please just say hey have you heard rock pop and roll what what are you talking about rock pop how do you no it's on apple podcast you can get it there or you can get it on spotify just to have that conversation with somebody and <laughs> from 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 my heart yeah and into my soul i will appreciate it so if you like the show, help us out that way. Share it with fans of the music. And you can leave a review wherever you listen. It helps us know what you like about the show. Find us on Twitter. The address is 80s80s rock pop roll. 80s rock pop roll. That's on Twitter. Uh, you can email us at rock pop roll podcast at gmail.com. Rock pop roll podcast at gmail.com. Check out uh, all the other podcasts that we have online at rockpopandroll.com. Have an idea for a show? Just let us know. Get in contact with us somehow. Email is a great way to do it and let us know what you like to hear. So there you go. A couple of last facts for you. Heart and Soul, that song that was the first single off sports written by Nikki Chen and Mike Chapman, a couple of uh, British writers, things we found out about them that was interesting to us that didn't make it to the podcast their first number one hit in the United States was Exile, the band that first recorded Heart and Soul. Chen and Chapman wrote Kiss You All Over. They wrote the Susie Quattro, Chris Norman duet, Stumbling In. It went to number four that year. And they wrote a lot of stuff for Quattro, who has got a great new, uh, great, it looks like it's a new, a good new documentary coming out on her life. Quattro, who you remember, lots of American people remember her as uh, Leather Tuscadero and Happy Days. Uh, Chin and Chapman wrote Devil's Gate Drive, which was a song for her that was in Happy Days. In 82, they wrote Mickey for Tony Basil. That was a number one song. So they're second. And then they had a hit with Better Be Good to Me from Tina Turner. They wrote that. And they also wrote Heart and Soul. The Bus Boys recorded that. That was the other band that recorded that. They were the the bar band in the Eddie Murphy, Nick Nolte movie, 48 Hours. Uh, But to take us out, though, it's Huey Lewis and the news. And the 2019 album, Weather, it was sports, weather, Huey Lewis and the news, it's all this, you get what they're doing there. Her Love is Killing Me from Huey Lewis off of Weather from 2019 takes us out. There you go. 
Hey, thanks for listening. See you next time. I'm Rob. Be good to each other. Huey Lewis and the news and one of the great 80s albums, Sports. Thanks for listening.